You have no idea. Like, you move don't your, know. Move your... Bend this a little. Good job. No, no. Like it, that? Like, see how the shape of this one? Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's more in the... There you go. Yeah, right there. <clears throat> but I want you, you to go. be able to see my face. I can see some of it. But not the good parts. Yeah, I can see the good parts fine. Yeah. <laughs> 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 also... What? What? What good parts? What do you think are the good parts of your, the what the nose? No, 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 no. That's I. That it's a hundred percent not one of the what good the parts. beard. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. What do you mean? This is a quality beard. Do you say it's a koala e beard? It's a quality beard. <laughs> it is a koala e beard. Is it? Is it, it looks a, very a bit like a koala. Really? Yeah. In what parts? The beardy parts. What does a koala beard look like to you? A koala? So does it just look like I have the face of a koala on the side of my face? No, no. It looks like a koala is hugging the underside of your face. Which part is the head and which part is the tail? You don't want to know which part is the wiener? It's against my cheek, isn't it? <laughs> it's just on resting on the, my cheek. The inside. Oh. Oh. Yeah, everybody, welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich, and then have yourself a nice muffin. My name is Chris Treve, alongside me as always is my co-host Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. There's nothing like a good koala fellatio joke to kick things off. Right? I never, it's comic gold every single time. <laughs> Tried and true, staple. Yep. Um, Alright, boys and girls, children of all ages, there was a movie, there is a movie still, that came out. It's supposed to be amazing. It's supposed to be glorious. I've not seen it. <laughs> I've been busy. Andrew has seen it. I sure have. We're going to talk about it. We're going to try really hard not to ruin it for me because it's probably one of the last good things I have left in my life. Wow. Um, before my bundle of joy arrives, yeah, of course. I, I was going to say, Blah, geez. blah, blah, <laughs> fucking blah. Um, no, we've been, I've, I've been wanting to see this movie. It, A, it makes it difficult because, and I can't believe I married her. Sarah does not, is not huge on Guardians of the Galaxy. She saw the first one and didn't like it. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. It's a thing. Is It's a thing. (sighs) All right, man. She didn't, I don't think she said it was bad, but uh, I'm pretty sure. She got 15 minutes in and she was like, I mean, I get the idea. I get the idea. Um. (laughs) But she wasn't, like, wowed by it. That's amazing. I, I find that amazing as well. Um, and that's that's why I married her, because she never ceases to amaze me. <laughs> but, um, so she she has, like, no real drive to go see the second one, um, which makes it harder. But also we've been, like, doing baby shit. Well, look, blah, blah, I, blah. I actually, I've seen it twice now, and I actually, I do want to see it a third time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, we're going to see it. Well, I, I want to see it I in, don't know when. in the real IMAX where we saw Civil War. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We're doing that. And I'll I'll say as well. Yeah. If she didn't, if she wasn't big on the first one, the second one is. Not. I'm sure it's like louder, more colorful. may eh, a little. It's okay. it's mostly the same. It, okay. It's it look. It's got a different plot. It moves the story right. forward in a different way. Certain parts are better than others. Certain parts are worse than others. But right. if she didn't like, if she wasn't big on the first one, she's not going to be big on the second right. one. Um. So that's been that's been doing that. We've been interviewing doulas and doing all sorts of weird shit that none of you people without kids will have any idea what I'm talking. Wait, about. do you already have kids? No, but it sure as hell feels like it. Oh boy. Um, this is I don't like the the way this is headed <laughs> at my level of exhaustion no oh. your level of talking about your life I, I just don't oh no believe me I am actually like I could not be more excited about this like I'm really excited about having a kid no see that's the shit I'm talking about I'm real sick and tired of hearing about that already <laughs> I'm sorry you're right I have, it has been a long 
half hour for you, hasn't it? <laughs> Sorry about that. I'll drop it. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll let you know when the kid's born, and then we'll pick it up from there. Uh, if you if you don't, you'll catch it on Facebook. I don't want to. By the way, we have not. If you've noticed, we have not. The reason you didn't know is because we have not officially announced it on Facebook. Mm. You well, are the last person we were waiting on before we said it. Aww. I was like, you can't put it on Facebook yet. And she's like, why? And I was like, I want to tell Andrew. And she's like, so tell him. And I was like, no, nah, I want to do it on Mike. I kind of want to do it just to spring it on him on Mike. Do you guys have any names? We do. Actually, we have that- names for like our entire family because we want to have more than one. And we've kind of, we've kind of figured out names for... Wait, so your kid's going to have like 40 names? What? No, we have names for multiple kids is what I'm saying. How many kids are in there? Oh, just one. And thank God for that. Okay. (laughs) Just one. First of all, I couldn't take care of two. (laughs) Secondly, you've seen my wife. I don't know where she's put into. Yeah, one one in each arm, I guess. I I mean, I meant just like maybe on the back. Yeah, I know. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like maybe in the back, one in the front, one in the back, or something. I don't know. It's red. It's just hugging the spine. Yeah, she'd have to. She'd have to have a backpack sewed into her. It's yeah. It's I just oh that was my nightmare, but um, no, we have both. We call it right now. We're calling it Baby E because either we don't know what the gender is, but both the boy name and the girl name start with E. So right now we just know it's going to be a, an E name. Is that because of your love for ecstasy, the drug? Yes. Okay, great. Which is also ironically partially responsible for the conception of this child. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we have a name and we're, we got, we're just doing all this other... So much stuff. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Started registries and holy shit. There's so many things. So many things. Yeah, remember what I said? Just uh, stop. Enough of this shit. Stop. Yeah, yes. I, I that wasn't a joke. That wasn't part of the show. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna the, cut all this out because I, I just up. genuinely think that you should never speak of your child again. Okay, fair. Not just here. Just ever. Yes. Okay. When the Is, kids out, do I acknowledge its presence? <sighs> That's a hard one. Look, you get the dog whisperer. Okay. You teach your kid to fetch you donuts. Yeah. And, uh... I like where this is going. Yeah. I think that's that's the way to do it. Yeah. Teach your kid how to mix peanut butter with crappy ice cream. Ice cream? Icing. Icing. It's delicious now, by the way. The peanut butter and icing. Can we also recognize... On the last episode, Chris mentioned... He said, I made icing. And then he said, so I bought some icing and yeah. I mixed peanut butter into it. That's, That's not making icing. making icing. That is. It was a type of icing and now it's a different type of icing. And it happened because I did That's that. Not That's not making icing. Then. That's icing alchemy. <laughs> That's the same thing. That's the same fucking thing. Jeez. All right. You got so emotional I'm about very, this. I'm very touchy about this. All yeah, right? you're very passionate about your icing. Yeah. It's my icing. Exactly. <sighs> Listen. Okay. If I'm a bartender. Okay. And you order a drink that is a mixed drink, and I take alcohol that is already alcohol and mix it together with other items, I've still made you a drink. Okay. So hear me out. Okay. If you... You're like, fuck you. <laughs> if you order... You're such a piece of shit. I was waiting for you to take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> so if you order... <laughs> So if you order, let's <laughs> let's say you order a bottle of vodka. If if you say, you know what, leave the bottle in an empty glass. I got this, which I have many times. I'm sure, especially since you found out you were becoming a father. Oh yeah, and I'm gonna be honest, probably most of the world. <laughs> so so let's say he leaves the bottle there for you. Okay, and then you say, ah, you know what, I actually don't want this vodka. Or, or more importantly, actually, could you get me? Could you give me some rum as well? I'm gonna mix the two together. Right. Has he made you those drinks? No, I've made those drinks. You've made those drinks. That's not true. Yes, it is. This is how the world works. Get over it, Andrew. 
look, I'm going to turn this off. <laughs> look, we had a good run. No, yeah, I always thought it would be our you opinions. You know what? I, I think you should just leave it on, but you can go. Look, I, I, I thought it would be a 50-50 toss-up, heads or tails, as to whether what finished this was our opinions on politics or our opinions on religion. <laughs> it turns out it's who makes icing. But in a, in a way, when you look back on it, isn't that more fitting? Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What are we, what are we? Um, yeah, so anyway, <laughs> something happened. I watched a movie twice. You watched a movie twice. I haven't seen shit lately. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to try, um, I'm sure pretty much everyone except me has seen it at this point. Um, yeah, probably. So we don't have to worry so much about spoilers. We'll try and keep it somewhat spoiler free because I still want some enjoyment in watching this movie i'm gonna spoil it immediately <clears throat> fine fair enough um or just spoil it immediately whatever whatever happens um you said there's like one big twist in it there is there's a big twist at the end i i'll, I'll say try uh, not to spoil that that's pretty much all i'll say is don't spoil the big twist in it okay and then everything else would you like to know what the twist is without revealing the character that it involves no okay yeah, I don't want to... Yeah, yeah. Great. Because then if I go see the movie, I'm going to see the events leading towards the twist. Maybe, probably not. But it's... Okay. it's I won't. It's <clears throat> it's good. Where, where do you want to start with this movie? Um. Okay, start... Let's start with... Um, well, I mean, let's start with plot. Great. How's uh, it plot-wise? You said it was close to the the same as... Not the same, but it's, no, it's kind you, of yeah. relative on par with yeah, the Yeah, so the, the feeling of the arc is very similar to the first movie. James Gunn is real good at, at that style of movie. What I will say about this movie, and I've heard this from a few people, the first movie had a really solid like first act, and the second act was pretty good too. And then the third act was okay. You know, it was fine. In the first movie. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah. He, you know, they have a dance contest or whatever. It doesn't, it's fine. Yeah. This movie is... I love that part, actually. It's, it's good, but it's not like a solid, like, oh, that, yeah. that scene. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. This is the opposite. The first act is... Fine. fine the second act is pretty good right and the third act is real solid is it really yeah that's awesome they they hit it out of the park good because it's movies sometimes tend to have a a weak third act especially action right. movies because it's hard to build and yeah. build and build and i mean like up. guardians one has sort of the weakest part of it i, I wouldn't right. say that it is a weak third act but it is the weakest part of the movie yeah it's just a lot of ships flying around a city you know yeah and stuff and then a dance contest and then a dance contest <laughs> Um, so the plot, still love that the plot of this movie is, um, it's it's interesting because it's kind of convoluted, but it all works in a in a great, complicated way. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy have been hired by a group of people to to protect these very very powerful batteries from a an interdimensional monster. That we saw photos of, we oh, reported yeah. on a little while that back. Thing. Okay, uh, that's the opening of the movie. Yeah. So the thing is coming through. I had through. a feeling. I mean, that's kind of obvious. It's trying to eat the energy off of these batteries. They're going to make their money by killing this monster before it does that. Right. Um, they succeed. One of the best opening sequences in a movie ever. Wow! Really? Yes. It's not just them fighting. James Gunn is is great at knowing what people are sick of. What I'll say about this movie right up front is. Every problem you have with a Marvel movie, right. this doesn't have it. Okay. But yeah, that's what I was going to... The kind of next question yeah. as we build on the plot, I was going to ask. It's like, what are its strengths? So the opening of this movie could easily just have been the Guardians fighting this monster and killing it. Right. The opening of this movie is... The monster comes right as Rocket is trying to figure out how to get music to play because he thinks that's what Peter Quill wants. And Peter's like, nah, like this is way more important. What are you doing? And he's like, all right, fine. And he drops it. As they start fighting the monster, Baby Groot walks up and sees the two chords. And he's, he yeah. puts tries to put them together and it doesn't quite work. And there's fighting going on in the background. Right. And then he finally gets it to work. And we get our first song of the movie. Yes. And Groot just starts dancing while they're doing their thing in the back. And like rockets getting slammed against the ground drax is just getting crushed over and over again and in the front in the foreground, the foreground is just baby groot's just dancing. grooving that's amazing yeah it's real good and there's a great moment where like <clears throat> where uh baby groot's dancing and uh, gamora's like what are you doing groot get out of here and groot waves at her and she goes yes hi uh, but go go <laughs> You know, that's awesome really funny lots of good jokes the first act of this is really really funny 
Um, that's amazing. Somebody said it wasn't that funny anymore. It's it's the funniest movie Marvel has put out so far. That's ama- that which is great to hear because yeah. it's, I was talking to a friend of mine and he's like, yeah, it wasn't as funny as the first one. And There's I was a like, lot that's of hard to believe. There are, critiques of this movie have varied across the board. <clears throat> a friend of mine said that she didn't go. She hadn't gone to see it yet. She's a huge nerd and a huge fan of the first one. Right. She said she didn't go see it because NPR gave it the worst review ever. Said it was a terrible movie. NPR, I feel like, isn't... Not as good as us. Isn't as good as us. Yeah, and so, we know. F- fuck NPR. I'll, <laughs> I'll go on record. I've said it once. I'll say it a thousand times. Fuck NPR. Fuck NPR. <laughs> yeah, okay. I th- That's officially on the record. Okay. You can quote me on that. I've, I've heard you say, fuck the Yankees. Fuck the Yankees. I've heard you say... Oh, I forgot about yeah. it. I said fuck the Yankees. I've, I've heard you say... I've heard you say... Because f- of them and their fucking parades. Yeah. And fuck the cake place. That fuck we the found. cake. I don't remember what boss? it was called. No, no, that's a show and a restaurant downtown. There was right. a place here that delivered to us. Oh yeah, or didn't deliver to us. No, it, it did, but it had a delivery fee. Oh fuck them. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Fuck you, cake place, and fuck your delivery fee. All right, I go think, fuck yourself. I think we're getting sidetracked. Yeah. <laughs> so, NPR, go fuck yourself. All right, we're back on topic. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's it's but it's it's a solid movie. The the so that's the first act is. The, all right, so the first act is what sets up the first act is Rocket, as they're get they get paid, they're right. on their way out. He turns to Drax and he goes, they're going to be real mad when they see these are gone. And he has the batteries oh, that they were supposed awesome. to protect. So now this whole group of people is out trying to and capture now it's them. A cha- so now it's a chase movie. Yes. Great. Um, it, it, Sort of. It, 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 there's a big chase scene. This is still the first like 15 minutes of the movie. Right. So this is a, an interesting moment. And it's sort of a spoiler. But again, it's the first 15 minutes of the movie. Right. So uh, I feel confident in uh, ruining this moment for you. But they they are... <laughs> They are about to lose to these ships, right? right. Like they don't—they're not going to make it. There's thousands of them. All of a sudden, every single ship explodes at once. What? I know. And they look over and they see what you can't tell is, but learn immediately later is uh, Kurt Russell. Oh, Star Lord or Star Lord's father? <laughs> yes, is exactly. What I meant. Sorry. So yeah, and then we find out that this person may or may not be. Star Lord's dad. He introduces himself as Star Lord's. This is all within like the first half hour? Yes. Oh, that's amazing. Because they show, because Kurt Russell, obviously, we've known for a while, plays Star Lord's dad, or may or may not play Star Star Lord's dad, but plays Ego the Living Planet. And you see that in the trailer, him introducing himself. Right. But I was like, oh, that's going to be like an hour into the movie. No. I, right. Well, in fact, James Gunn, I believe, said that there wasn't anything further than 45 minutes in that had been seen so far. And that's not entirely true. We saw a couple things, but right. he, he was not As far, far as, off. like, heavy, like, actual Plot dialogue. stuff, yeah. We, yeah. we saw some jokes that were from other parts. Sure. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think we saw anything from the third act before, oh, before the movie. So happy about this. Yeah, it's I don't good. understand. That's the thing is, when it comes to movies like this, I don't understand how that... Is something that's hard to replicate. Yeah, well, especially you watch the trailer for like Spider-Man: Homecoming, and while I'm, I will happily pay money yeah, to go I see that, and I'm guess. excited to see it. I'm only going to see it once, but I know that I know the exact plot of that. Yeah, I, you know why should I pay to see it when I can just yeah. see it in 35 seconds, seconds for free? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But whatever. Um, so they, and there's even a moment where Gamora says, "Look, if he's not, if he's not your dad, and he's like just some asshole trying to kill us, we'll just kill him. It'll be fine." So they go to his planet. He explains <clears throat> sort of what happened. Right. He, he he explains that he came into consciousness as a a, um, a celestial, oh, okay. which I don't know if you remember from the first movie. They're the ones that had, had the the infinity soul gem. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's one of those. But when he awoke, when he attained consciousness, he was just a brain. And after a few million years floating through space, he realized he could control atoms and started to mold Build. atoms over him bigger and layers and Ooh. a core and do they show this a little bit oh. it's it's not as trippy as like dr strange no but just that idea it sounds really cool so and then he goes into this is where i'll start to get a little because it's it's about 45 minutes and 30 minutes in this is where it starts to get a little bit more of the deeper plot so i'll start right. to to thin out sure 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 now, i won't go into too much detail but he he goes into sort of what his plan was what he ended up wanting to do he wanted to find more like him okay so he started looking through the world okay. and uh, he tried to find life um and shortly thereafter 
Um, there's some good guys. There's some bad guys. The Ravagers play a big role. Yondu. Yeah, that's what um, it seems like. Sylvester Stallone is in the movie as well. Yeah, don't tell me what not, he is. He's. Okay. I, I, this is like I said. I'm. I'm now starting. To, right, right, right. I'm just hitting hitting bullet points. Uh, How is Stallone though? He has four lines, maybe. Okay, he's he's fine. Yeah, it's um, a cameo. Yes. Okay, and it's a it's a great nerd cameo, but okay. I won't I won't say any more than that. Okay. okay, um, okay. And they're great moments with characters that you would not expect. Rocket and Yondu are like part of a buddy mission at one that's, point. That's what I was. That's kind of uh, what I want to get into now. Over plot is is so character wise. Yeah. Anybody stand out? Like I mean, obviously last <sighs> Michael last Rooker, movie, man. Everybody was kind of really on par. Yeah. But did anybody have like? Kind of, uh, you know, up, really set themselves apart or yes. like stand out more than in the last movie. Uh, Michael Rooker is, I, I, he, this movie proves to me that there needs to be well, at least the first movie mm-hmm. proved to me that there needs to be a casting director Oscar. Oh, okay. How, how do these guys pitch perfect? Just in general, like the whole cast. You know, right. oh, Star-Lord, the jacked superhero, the fat guy from Parks and Rec. Right. Perfect. Oh, you need a, a slimy, pervy raccoon? Bradley the Cooper. the sexiest man yeah. in the Perfect. world. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, you need, I don't a know. A guy but... who can say one line? Vin Diesel. Yeah, a voice actor. Yeah. Let's get a voice actor with a crisp voice. Yeah. Vin Diesel. Great. Yeah. And on and on and on. You know, right, right, uh, right. Um, Michael Rooker, though, is... Good God, he's good in this. Is he? Um, yes, okay. and so is uh, Bradley Cooper. Really shines as Rocket as well. Good because I, I off you know, I love Rocket, but I also know that like ninety nine percent of that performance is um, Sean Gunn. Well, okay, so but Sean I, Gunn's the next one I wanted to get to. Okay, good. Um, he, <clears throat> the second time I watched this movie, I changed. I updated my Facebook status to. Uh, just watched Guardians of the Galaxy 2 again, and Sean Gunn is the most underrated actor in Hollywood. He really is. I actually agree with that 100%. Yeah. I uh, I started to agree with it as my wife... Uh, we've, we've talked about this. I forget if we've talked about it on mic, but I know we've talked about it on, off mic. Is that my wife is a big fan of Gilmore Girls. Oh, yeah. We've talked about this on mic a lot. Okay. Uh, but... Um, and she has since gotten me into it as well. Yeah. And he is, hands down, like, just... Anytime he's on screen, yeah. kills it. Like he's, I, he's one of the only people who really keeps my attention. There's right. never, well, there's never a moment. And granted, he kind of has that great job of like he comes in, he does a thing, and he right. leaves. Yeah, but he never. I don't. There's not one line that he has in that entire series, and that's like seven seasons. Yeah, that is like just a plus. Like it is gold. He comes in. And nails it every single time. Yeah. I just, my, like, I've told you my favorite line where he walks in and they're like, why don't you have a seat? And he he just goes, I can't. These are not my pants. And that's (laughs) never explained and it's never elaborated on, but he just nails it. Yeah. Um, He does it a lot. And I just rewatched the first Guardians, like, last week. Mm -hmm. And actually coming back from DC, I watched it on the bus. And I was like, Sean Gunn, like, in that small character role fucking kills it well and i'll tell you and i it's it's funny because without he does i mean the ravagers kind of are in the first act here and there right but they don't they they become a much bigger part in the second basically just the second act and maybe a little bit of the third act but they are a huge part of the second act including sean gunn um great great i can't say why but just you have to see it for Sean. I'm okay. Sean Gunn alone is worth the ticket price in this movie. Good. good, good, uh, good. Michael Rooker is also. So is, I, almost every person individually in this is, yeah. is worth the ticket price. Awesome. That's amazing. Surprises. I mean, you don't have to tell me what they are, but like, <laughs> yeah. as far as, uh, you know, this kind of goes with plot, but um, did any, did, did it lead you down a path where you're like, I kind of know where this is going, but I'll, I'll go with it because it's a lot of fun to go down. Or were you feeling like, I have no idea where this is going? This this movie uses comedy the way that comedy should be used in an action movie. And by that I mean, there were moments where I was like, oh, I think that's probably going to. And then they're off doing something else, else. and it's, it's gone. Okay. Like, I've already forgotten what it was. And we're doing something else. And I'm like, oh, what's going Oh, that's so funny. Oh, right. that's hilarious. And then about 30 minutes later, I'm like... Oh, that's the thing that I was thinking about 30 minutes ago, and it's happening now, but I totally forgot about it. Right. So it, distra- it still it was, comes it was as a, a surprise. Of hand. Yes, okay. exactly. 
So they do a great job of that. That this movie has um there is there is a big surprise at the end that I can't say anything about because sure. it, but it is a beautiful heartfelt moment. Um really great. I right. mean the the third act of this movie is what just are, solid. Right. What on that note, what are the kind of the you know, the first movie the the main theme I guess of the movie was family it's the it same building, thing. it's kind of the thing it's, it's the same thing but building it's on deeper it. yeah okay it's it's a much deeper version of it, it's so the theme of the last one was see i would say friendship was the theme okay. of the first one this one is who is your, your family? family who who is it does it belong to the person who gave birth to you does it belong to the person who raised you or does it belong to yeah. the people you are currently is it a with? nature versus nurture type of thing? not even necessarily those two there are three different components actually right um it, it it does a really interesting job of is is it the pe- is it the people you're with now right is it the people who you know is it the person who who you whose loins you sprung from right what is the idea we get we get some deageifying as well on Kurt Russell right at the beginning oh good which is great how is it great yeah know. but yeah I don't, okay. yeah we shouldn't even bring it up because well, it's fantastic <laughs> it's funny because like I you know Kurt Russell. Or is a de-age if you're talking about somebody who probably doesn't need a whole lot of de-aging anyway it's kurt russell like uh, he's yes he's visibly older than he was but like like he's got an old man we've gut. been talking about uh oh okay yeah body i'm yeah, just yeah. talking about face oh yeah like well he's also got the full white beard in this movie yeah but that's in, true. when they de-age him he's clean shaven yeah which is interesting yeah. it's, it's funny too because he doesn't look like kurt russell young right he looks like if you had never watched a kurt russell movie mm-hmm. and you saw him de-aged in this movie you'd be like oh that must have been what he looked like young but he still doesn't like if you looked at him and you had seen mm-hmm. say escape from new york okay. or whatever you'd be like that's not quite that's right not right but it looks like it could be him young yeah, which yeah, is interesting and it looks like a real person that's the thing that i don't get yeah. it, it's solid work yeah yeah that's the third one that they've done that looks yeah. amazing and um five post-credit scenes that's what i heard um some of them are not some, some of them are, are, are most some of them are them just gags are kind of like a howard the duck type of thing yeah most of them are just jokes okay. um there are two that are i mean one of them's a joke and like a real thing um but only one of them is like oh <gasps> does it have to do with avengers maybe it might it's hard to say. I, I'm not. I'm okay. not being coy. No, it's, you really have no idea. It's no. you're like I know this is something, but I don't know how it's going to play into. The I movie. will say they they, you don't see the person. They introduce a character that has never been mentioned before, on screen or off. I think someone spoiled this for me, but <laughs> I don't want to say it. You can ask if you care, and I'll say yes or no. No, because okay. I don't want to say because a it's a character that I don't really know a whole lot. Okay, then about. it's probably right. <laughs> okay, it's a it's a pretty unknown character, but right, it's one that is hard to do. So here's hoping they give the brains to James Gunn because I, I think he's the only one who can do anything. Right. With it. Well, he has signed on to do three. Right. He's that's officially right. signed on to Guardians write three. and direct three. But I, I'm thinking that this character will come into Infinity War. So I don't know how that would work, but we'll here's, see. Here's hoping they don't you th- fuck it up. Oh, I have a feeling that Marvel's not going to fuck up Infinity War. I have a feeling. I I had that feeling about Iron Man two and three. Yeah, but this is a little bigger. Like this is they're like, first of all, Russo brothers. Yeah, good start. Yeah, good start. Also. Some people are like, oh, they, but there's so many characters to try and include. Da, 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 da. And part of part of me understands that argument. And p- the other part of me is like, right, but then you also get more chances to redeem it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you don't like one character, yeah. the one you got you like is well, coming up in And, two and also, we already know they're good at this because they did Civil War, which had three quarters it's, of the number of right. people who are going to be in that exactly. movie. So yeah. it's probably fun. Um, and they wanted more. <laughs> but Ike Perlmutter yeah. wouldn't give them to him. Right. Perlmutter? With a name like Perlmutter. It's gotta be shit. So overall, this movie's very good. It should be seen by anyone who's a fan. Anyone who liked the first one is gonna like this one. People right. who didn't like the first one, it's probably not for you. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, it's a great movie. Whatever. The soundtrack? You know, it's good. This, this, so what I'll say about this is, is the soundtrack fits. It never feels out of place. Right. I didn't recognize a single song. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. But... Does it fit in the same way? Like, 
the, what I think the genius of the first one was, and one of the reasons it's so well regarded, hmm. is that it's, you know, I, I had never seen a soundtrack play so literally integral into the plot of a movie. It's it's perhaps more literally integral into this movie. They okay. actually, um, Kurt Russell uh, talks with, uh, Peter about one of the songs. Okay. Um, uh, the song Brandy. And he says, um, you know, we're the sailor in that story. He tells oh. it's a story about a, a sailor who go, who finds love with a girl, but right. the real love of his life is it's the ocean. The yeah, yeah. The sea. So he says, uh, you know, that's, that's who we are. Okay. All right. Um, any, is there anything where you went, eh, I wish that was better. Some of the jokes don't land, you know, but there are, I mean, it's almost too many. Almost too many jokes. Oh, where you're like, let's just get on with this? Yeah, okay. but not. it doesn't reach that point. Okay. It's almost it rides there. that line. It's right at the edge. Yeah. Um, some of them land, some of them don't. Some of them are really, really funny. Okay. Um, some of them are just maybe poorly edited. Um, oh yeah, where it needs a beat longer, a beat yeah. shorter, or or just a weird choice. Like if it was just a different, slightly different, de- like delivery. phrase. Not even the delivery, but like the the words chosen. Got or, it. Or the bit. Like sometimes the, there are a lot of visual gags mm-hmm. that those ones are usually the ones that just aren't quite right. Right. Um. But but there's some very very funny funny lines. There's nothing that I. There, there's a big part I forgot to mention as well. Um. Gamora and Nebula are a huge part in this movie as well. Yeah. There's like a 20-minute fight scene between the two of them. Oh, that really? is amazing. Really? Just like in a desert. Wow. Just going to town. That's <laughs> just, awesome. Yeah, it's great. Um, but there's nothing uh, as far as kind of like overall where you were like, this was weak or... No, not like a... kind of veered and... No. There, there are little things I was going to say as well. Nebula feels like she's in the wrong movie. How so? Um... I th- I think they did it on on purpose um, because she feels very robotic when she speaks more than in the previous movie, and she does reveal sort of you know she's she's very mechanical literally she right. has like a like yeah, a yeah. robot arm and yeah. robot eye and so I think they it's they, kind of implied in the first one that she was not she's not created like that was done to her right exactly yeah and she says she goes into full detail about that oh, okay, in, a, okay. in a wonderful scene with sean gunn nice. um but she she is very intense in this movie and um that feels a little out of place because she is with the guardians of the galaxy through most of the movie so right. there's like these funny guys and she is just super hardcore through the whole thing which feels a little weird sometimes yeah 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 um, She's, does she kind of feel like the buzzkill? Yes. Okay. That's a great way to put it. We're like, yeah. oh, get over it. Yeah. Get and it. there, are the, some of the jokes that don't land are jokes that have to do with the fact that she is this very stern, stern stoic person. person. Yeah. Okay. And they don't quite land. But uh, as far as like a like a theme or a an area of the movie, soundtrack's great. The acting's great. The plot is great. The dialogue's great. The arc is great. Special effects are out of this world. No pun intended. Uh. Yeah, it's real good. Awesome, it's real good. Fantastic. Yeah, that yeah couldn't it couldn't be happier. We got to see it. I I saw it in standard first. Okay. In reclining seats, <laughs> and then I saw it in uh, in fake IMAX. I saw it in like AMC. Oh, okay. Like yeah, yeah. IMAX 3D, but not the big IMAX theater. Yeah, that, that yeah. We, we got to go do that. Yeah. That's the one we got. Yeah, go I to. think that'll be fantastic. I mean, it looks like that's the screen to go to. For yeah, this I think movie. so. Well, I did that with we did that with Civil War. Yeah, and I also and saw even that like. That's kind of the movie to go see it, but yeah. this feels like... Well, and that one had, for that airport scene, they had filmed it on an IMAX camera. Right. Which means that there's, I think, like, 10 feet of footage, like, top to bottom, that right. you don't see if you see it in a non-IMAX Yeah, theater. and that's what I mean. Like, yeah. it's... That that one scene itself yeah. is what you go see it, yeah, it's go worth see the it ticket in price. IMAX for. But this feels like a movie where you're like, no, all two hours... Yeah. You just want this. Uh, to in, be completely honest, the the first movie probably had more spectacle. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has, I would say, significantly less spectacle. There's some stuff that'll be fun in IMAX, right. but it's it's mostly plot driven and character okay. driven. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm always good it's with a good that. Time. Nice. Um, yeah, you want to go on to reading assignments? Let's do it. Let's do reading assignments. So you gave me a thing called yes, the did. nail. I did. Now, I don't quite know. 
where this fits in a timeline or even what decade so it was, let me, came out yeah, in. Yeah, so let me talk a little bit about the background of it and then we'll get into your thoughts. So The Nail is a story back in the 90s. Um, DC, com- I mean comics in general, but DC especially, weren't, do, weren't great. Like the main storylines weren't great. And so one of the things that DC started doing were these Elseworld stories. Uh, which were kind of like pocket stories, one-offs, um, where it was alternate ideas. Uh, the Marvel version of this would be like the what-if stories. Um, but basically, and you got some good ones out of it. Kingdom Come is a very famous Elseworld story uh, that, that you know, it's one of those stories that has kind of integrated itself into the DC proper in a way because it was really, really good. Um I'm trying to think of other ones. Uh, I think Red Sun still has the Elseworld right, logo sure. on it. That would make sense. Um, there's some good Batman stories. One well, where he gets a Green Lantern ring. And right. Like and and Marvel famously did similar <clears throat> things called What If. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I was... That's exactly what I just said, but you were on your fucking phone at the time. I sure was. Um, I wasn't listening. <laughs> yeah, I know you weren't. That's all right. Um, but, yeah, so one of the bigger ones, or I guess one of the ones that, for some reason felt like it kept coming across my horizon, um, was this story called The Nail. The Nail is a very basic premise, uh, which is on the day that Kal-El is crashing to Earth, John and Martha Kent go out to drive to town, uh, but instead find that there is a nail in their tire and decide to stay in that day and so miss the rocket. And, the, and from there, the butterfly effect of what would happen if Superman was never discovered by the Kents. Um, again, we've had a story like this several different yeah, times, in several times. different ways, <laughs> you know, um, each with varying degrees of success. Um, but this is one that, that was kind of interesting. Like I said, it was it came out in the 90s yeah. or so. I think it kind of comes through that it's a 90s comic. Yeah. But um, go ahead, spot well, it. Yeah, what do, well, what do my, you think? Uh, Okay, so this is going to sound like I didn't like it very much, but my favorite part about it is the first page. <laughs> it is a good... No, no, I totally get it. it like, it's a... So the, the opening, even before the, uh, you know, the copyright text, before mm-hmm. the, the who wrote it, who inked it, who, who did the illustrations... They give you the inspiration for the story. Yes, there yeah. is a, a poem that reads, For want of a nail, the shoe was lost. For want of a shoe, the horse was lost. For want of a horse, the knight was lost. For want of a knight, the battle was lost. So it was a kingdom was lost, all for the want of a nail. Um, and that is evidently a uh, verse by George Herbert. What a dumb name. And um, right. this is an interesting concept. Uh, I This needs to be redone right now. Yeah. The dialogue isn't great. Yes. Um, it reads like the 90s, yes, which was does. a hard time. Yeah. Um, it was a transitional time. We were finding ourselves. Right, it was exactly. Pu- puberty yeah. for comics. It is. I mean, it, it, you you joke, but it kind of is like yeah. that. You know, it's just on the cusp of having really good dialogue. Right, like agreed. it's not bad. It's not wordy seventies dialogue. Yeah, but it's not clip um, realistic dialogue of now. Correct. There's no there's no naturalism. Yeah, in this. it's short, but it's short. Yes. You know, it's quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not the, yeah, someone throwing a boulder and then explaining their life story, story. and why that leads them to throw a boulder. Exactly, yeah. Um, there, there are things about this I <clears throat> don't like. There's a lot about it I don't like, but there's a lot about it I do like, which is good. Again, they're trying things, which is really important. Sure. Um, the dialogue is really bad. I really don't like... How Batman... So, spoiler alert for anyone who's going to read this. Uh, I guess I should say at the beginning, it's it's worth a read, but it's not. It's nothing to spend more yeah, than probably 10 bucks on. Yeah, if it comes across on. your desk, go yeah, for it. Yeah, but more than 10 bucks, probably not. No. But if you find it used and you want to pick it up for like 5 five to 10, it's probably fine. Yeah. Um, so this... Robin and Batgirl are murdered by the Joker in front of Batman. And he just loses it. Which I... I it's hard for me to buy that. It's hard for me to buy that he just gives up. Okay. That he turns silent, he sits in a chair, he doesn't eat, he doesn't sleep, and that's it for him. Yeah, um, okay. 
I I could because he's the guy who hides it, right? He also like begs with the Joker instead of thinking about something he can do to to fix it. He's not. I would have rather have seen the mind of Batman frantically trying sure. to figure out how to save these two people. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, I get um, what you're saying. And then failing, yeah, stuff like that. Uh, I even, mean, I was okay with it, but I understand that idea. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, again, these are these are not things that are yeah. bad choices, yeah. but there were better choices. I also. When they're looking up um, the DNA or, or the structure of the material used to kill Robin and Batgirl, they find that it's from a planet called Krypton, right. and Batman is the only one who seems to recognize what Krypton is, and then does not come to the conclusion that kryptonite should be used. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which kind you know of bugged what? me. I didn't even, it didn't even occur to me. Yeah. He, he knows all about this planet. He knows yeah. where it is, where the section is. I thought, oh, I'm pretty sure it was blown up a long time ago. I'm not sure how the blah, 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 blah. Right, right, right. And I'm like, in your bat computer, doesn't it say something about kryptonite? Or can't you look at the DNA and say, and oh, well, go, it looks oh, like. this should be. Yeah. yeah. Or, be. or the sun. Like, that's one thing that Red Sun does much better than this. Right. They really focus on Batman's, his detective work. Well, I will say the one thing that's, that's different about this than red sun is that i think i find red sun to be a very kind of one-to-one story where it's very straightforward of like superman is the thing Mm -hmm. by the way red sun for anyone who doesn't know is is kind of similar to the nail where in um kal-el got there just a little bit sooner or later than he does in our term and so it's as like, a result yeah, like three hours later it's like three hours later so the earth is in a different position and therefore he lands in communist russia as opposed to american kansas Maybe like 12 hours later something like that yeah. whatever the time difference yeah. is on that um what yeah i don't know how to the time difference on an intergalactic flight to <laughs> russia is but um but so that one i find to be like I said, it's kind of a one-to-one plot yeah. line where it's it's very much just about Superman and his impact on the right. world. Superman has very little part to play in this. <laughs> right. Which I kind of enjoyed because... It, yeah. it, and Me I think too. I said that I mentioned this when I gave it to you is that I had reread it and I forgot what the plot was. Mm. And the plot is surprisingly interesting. Yeah. Even without the premise of like... Uh, this this hero that we know and love, you know, wasn't wasn't created. Do you know what I mean? Like, if this if this yeah. was a plot in the main DC universe, I'd still find it interesting. Yeah, it's not a it's not a bad idea, right? Um, it, it a lot of it really has to do with Superman, though, right? You know, I, and that's one of the reasons why I think it's called the Nail is because he is he is also the the Nail. Sort of, uh, I'm trying to think of what what I had this all figured out, but his presence is still there, right? In that they are still using his DNA now to make these super soldiers. Yeah, uh, the the technology that Joker uses to kill Robin right. and Batgirl is Kryptonian technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if Krypton and thus the son of Krypton was never created, right? This, it's not a lot yeah, of this wouldn't. It's have not happened. like it's a wonderful life type of thing. Like he's <laughs> right. in existence, but it's just a matter. No, of... well, things I did. Like, I actually do want to say one more thing. I didn't like okay. before I get into things I did like. I didn't like the convenience of them stumbling into Amish Superman. Yeah, that one. That's what I mean. Like it. It's yeah. good. It's good. It's good. And then it ends so quickly yeah. that I'm like, what the? Fuck and in is fact, this? in fact, you turn the page and Superman and is he's in just the there. Yeah, and you're like. What the fuck? Well, even the the very last page. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, they like, turn the, and then they're like, we have one. Superman. Yeah, they're like, we have one new member now. And you turn yeah. the page, it's just generic Superman. Right. But yeah, at the end, they they are fighting, and an Amish family is like, "What's going on here?" Right. And it's Kal El and his adopted parents. Yeah, that was the one aspect of the book that I, that also falls apart for me because, like I said, the whole plot, the the main thrust of the book is this idea of like someone is hunting superheroes. Yeah. And. Um, either kidnapping them or killing them or framing them so that the public turns against them. Right. Mostly that last one. It's mostly trying to turn public perception. Yeah. Um, Which, like I said, if that was a plotline in the main DCU, I'd be like, this is fascinating. It's really riveting. And that's what, and I was like going along with it, going along with it, going along with it. And then all of a sudden he shows up and I'm like, well, this, it felt like they were like, well, I have no idea how to get Superman back into this. Yeah. And we got to wrap this up because this could go on forever. Or yeah, it was canceled. Yeah, they were like, "Well, we got to end it in this issue." Yep, exactly. Um, I one of probably my favorite thing about this. 
I guess the the one thing I really like about it, and it it is a blanket thing that affects many small parts. Right. They put a lot of thought into okay, what is a what is a Justice League without Superman? Yeah. What Be- is the but- true butterfly effect of right? This? Because Green Lantern, and they they mention this repeatedly, is right. the strongest member of the Justice exactly. League. He is the Superman yeah. of the Justice League now. Yeah. It doesn't automatically become Batman because he's the most popular character. Right. Right. And and he doesn't want it. He's yeah. not a lead. That, would, that wouldn't make sense. He's not the leader of the Justice League. He doesn't. Right. He works alone. Yeah. He's not a guy who assembles people. I mean, yep. he is in the DCEU, and we'll see how that goes. But right. but he's not. He's not the leader. He's the guy who sits in the back, and when they need a thinker, he right. goes to his bat computer, and every yeah. now and then he emerges from his cave and throws a couple right. batarangs. If he assembles a group, there's a specific reason he's assembling. Correct. A group. And uh, in this book as well, you you see him. Uh, <laughs> like it's a big problem when they they bring in a PR person, one Lois Lane, yeah, and she is like she has the biggest problem with Batman because she's like everyone hates you. Yeah, she's you're like no one knows who dick. you are. Well, yeah. you're you're dark, you're evil. People think that you're half bat. Like right. no one knows who you are. Do you have any superpowers? No one knows. They just know yeah. that you're terrifying. Yeah, and she's he, like you're the biggest problem, right? That we have. And he says, yeah, but it's also the reason people stop committing crimes because they're terrified. I am the motivation for them to stop, and my mystery is what does it. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not changing. It's a fair point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Really good moments. Did you, yeah. Did you ever feel like there was, because um, they put a lot of characters in this. They do. Did you ever feel like oh, you're really shoehorning in a character here? Uh, not, not particularly. There were a lot of characters I didn't know, but okay, that's uh, fair. Other than that, you know, I, I figured it out. They, they still did that '70s thing where. Um, whenever a character spoke, the next character who spoke referred to that person by their name. Oh, yeah, yeah, And they, yeah. they go around the room like that for a while. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I know all these people's names now. Great, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, everybody gets a roll call. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's fine. Or, or people, you know, they still did that 70s thing as well where they're like, I know, I'll just turn into smoke because that's my power, you know. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay, a- that's your power. Great. Good to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it never felt like a too much of a clusterfuck. And then, well, you also have people leaving as well. Like Aquaman is like, I'm done with this. Mar- yeah. Martian Manhunter is like, I'm out. And uh, so is a Hawkwoman. Hawkgirl? Hawkwoman? Hawkgirl. Hawkgirl. Right? Yes. Whatever. I think it's Hawkman Hawk Hawk Lady. Hawk Lady. Hawk Miss. Hawk Miss. Hawk Miss. Jack Hawkness. So she <laughs> is like, it's a Doctor Who reference. You wouldn't get it. Yeah. So she, even she's like, yeah, I'm going back to my home planet. Like a lot right. of them are out of the story for a while and then uh, when others which get... works really well because again that thinking of like the true butterfly effect of like right the fact that he's not there mm-hmm. he'd be the guy to go to go guys no yeah. we, we i need you to stay yeah and he would be able to convince and he'd them inspire because them he's such stay. a wholesome yeah because he he's well because he's like the the ultimate superhero in the well sure but he's also he's world. that's the great thing about superman he's also got that midwestern charm and right. he's just a poor boy from kansas you know but you know that's yeah that i know what you're saying motivational yeah. um and and so one of the things that they do really well is a lot of people just leave right off the bat and then once the people who are left get taken capture, they bring <laughs> capture, they bring other people. Right, those people again. come back. Yeah, uh, which works really well. You only have half the characters at any time. Oh, that's true. You know, I didn't even put that together. But yeah, that's actually so true. it's it's never all together like the the front implies. <laughs> that's true. Um, awesome. Uh, yeah. Any other thoughts overall? I don't like comics very much. Yeah, I'm not really into <laughs> them. Fuck them. Yeah, the hell with them. Um, so I've cool. got a I've got a comic for you. Yes, you do. Yep. Awesome. Uh, it's a graphic novel. Oh, novels! It's the end of an era. Oh yes. What if I gave you the third book first? That would be fucked so, up. So I'm giving you the first book of one Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. Now, have you seen the movie? I have seen the movie. Great. I do like the movie a I lot. Know. But I know you've said it's very different from the movie. It is which extremely is different. Fine, because I, like I said, I like the movie a lot. Um, I think you will like the book much, much more. Oh, I'm sure I think I, will. I think enjoying the movie will only make you like the book right. that much well, more. Well, because I love the movie, but I really love it. Like the plot is pretty straightforward yeah, in the movie. It's definitely. just like we got to get to the front of the train. Right. So really, your appreciation for the movie version of it is strictly visual or artistic. Yes. You know. Um, you're not riveted by the storyline, but you're just like, oh, I like looking at different parts of this world. I like yes. seeing that. Um, so to have a book version where where that is expanded on, yeah. and you can really kind of delve into 
plot and and character a little more is, is well, that's, more that's, than welcome. That's basically the plot of this one, but it's a very different. It's a different. It's hard for me to explain, but right. they're still going to the front of the train, but it's sure. different motivations. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Um, and you still get a lot of it's. It's translated from French. It's a a, a really really good uh, piece of art. Would be really fucked up is if you gave me the first book, but it's, it's all in French. French. Yeah, good luck. Fucking a. Google just, Translate that yeah, shit. Yeah, just like babblefish the whole thing. <laughs> See you next week. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any last thoughts? Um, no. Well said. Thank you. Uh, hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. What? Hey, Andrew. Yes, I heard you. Where can they find us? Oh, that. They can find us on twitter.com where our handle is media lunch break you can also find us on facebook by searching us there you can search for us on youtube.com and if we get 100 subscribers we're gonna start sending out free stuff we are gonna start sending out free stuff i got lots and lots of comic books so many stuff so many stuff so many stuffs sitting around here waiting to be sent (laughs) yep you can listen to us on itunes or google play music subscribe to us yeah subscribe to us give us a good old subscribe uh you can also find us on soundcloud.com slash the media lunch break subscribe to us there subscribe to us there man you can find us on our website at www.themedialunchbreak.com you can send us a click yep give us a click Give us a flick. Give us a print. You know what? Never mind. If you you can <laughs> you can find us. You can send us an email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com. You can find us on uh, Patreon as well if you feel like chipping in a couple of bucks to Throw keep the mics on. A couple of bucks. Why not? Um, keeps the oven warming us up or the fridge cooling us down because I don't have heat or AC. <laughs> it's true. We're just sitting literally just to balance out the temperature. He has a fridge open and an oven on three fifty. Yep. So that's uh, that's him. That's all of them. It would really cut down your utilities probably to just shut both of those, right? Yeah, but I, I, I need, I have a specific temperature that I need to be kept at. I'm like celery. That's fair. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for us, everybody. Yeah, we did a thing. Yeah, we did yet another thing. They've told us to stop, but we just can't quit. Yeah. All right, everybody. Until next time. Let's say next week, but who knows? Yeah, this one. It's been. A, we took it's a been, long break. It's been a minute, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we took a yeah. long break. Although they won't know because the long break has been between episode twenty point one and episode twenty point two. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's uh, let's see how. Let's call it a let's night. Figure out what we can. We'll figure something out for next time. Yeah, right. we'll do a thing. Yeah. Bye. Remember that part where I used to like not hit the stop button? You never knew when I was gonna hit it. That's so sexy. Didn't you? Did you miss that part? What about Jews? Did you? Did Jews do what? Did Jews miss that part? Did Jews miss that part? Yeah. The Jews missed that part. Yes. I thought so too.